Uh, hello, and welcome to this thing we're doing, uh, called How Marvelous. I am Max. I am Mickey. And I am JR. Hooray! How's Hooray. it going? It's going. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. I've been at the beach I all day, you. so I'm nice and leathery. Oh. I uh I'll be praying for you. Uh, well, I was not all at the beach all day. I was farting around on YouTube and my daughter was angry at me that I didn't play with her today. Oh. But it's just like daddy needed a mental health day. Leave me alone. <laughs> Daddy needs to watch Let's Plays. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, like, generally speaking, I will turn on comedy. Okay. Like, uh, I'll turn on stand-up or shows that stand-ups have had. Like, I'll turn on Jim Jeffries' show occasionally, just because, like, I like him calling people cunts. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get really sad... And mad at the same time. Go watch Carlin and find out how much nothing has changed. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway. Uh, what if we are up to uh, What If Volume 1, Number 13? What if Conan the Barbarian walked the earth today? Uh, and this bad boy is written by Roy Thomas, penciled by John Buscema, inked by Ernie Chan, colored by Glynis Ween, lettered by Joe Rosen, and edited by Roy Thomas and Jim Shooter. Um, so, uh, just to be clear, if, uh, by today, you mean 42 years ago. Yeah. Just, we should, we should get that out in the open. <laughs> right, right, yeah, it's... It's not coming I mean, in on it, TikTok. It came out. It came out February of 1979. I would pay to see TikTok influencer Conan. Oh, that would be just rad. like uh, the, <laughs> what is best in life remix? Yes, <laughs> just Conan learning dances all day. What is what is best in life? Well, I'll tell you. It's this thing I bought. Let's unbox oh, yeah, it. Conan, <laughs> uh, Conan reacts to uh, the WAP video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Conan would like that. I think I feel like Conan would be like, this is good. Thank like, you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. By crumb, I do not understand the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> These maidens uh, are simply ready to be wedded and bedded, and then I will steal them and bed them some more. <laughs> Have you ever actually read any of the original Conan? No. He's actually no. a really interesting, like, he's he's a semi-intellectual character, and uh, the only women he ever has sex with are, like, equal power fantasy, just like, like, um, uh, oh. Who who was that uh, uh, that woman that dated Dolph Lundgren and she was Mayday in uh, a Bond movie? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh God, uh, damn Grace it. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
every single uh, uh, female protagonist in the Conan uh, uh, books is her. Like it's huh. her character from the second Conan. It, it it's incredible how actually there's not one time when he's just like. I'm going to rape this woman. It's always, she was really fucking awesome and she killed 500 people and uh, her bloodlust made her horny for me. <laughs> and so we fucked on top of the corpses. <laughs> As <Awesome>. equals. <laughs> wow, that's, that's actually, surprisingly progressive. Oh, yeah. Especially yes. for when did those books start? In the <laughs> magazines was like the 50s? The 30s. 30s? The 30s. Yeah. Jesus. Well, to have to have started a char- started its life in the '30s, featuring a character from thousands of years ago, and yet for him to be mm-hmm. like that forward thinking is is really impressive. We could well, all be we could all learn a little from Conan. Really. And and not only that, uh, Conan stories technically take place within the Lovecraft universe, so he's actually yeah. being more progressive than Lovecraft in his own universe. Well, I mean, that's not hard. <laughs> like, it's just, I mean, Love Lovecraft was a pathetic racist afraid of his own erections. So, yep. like... And he was racist for his day. Like, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Even his contemporaries were like, yeah. check out that racist. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> he's... He's like, like, other people are just like, I don't really like, like, black people. And, uh, and, and Lovecraft is over here, like, enjoying the indie racism. Yeah. Like, like, he's just like, oh, you're just, you're just racist against black people. Okay. Whatever, tourist. I'm going to be over here complaining about the wrong kinds of white people. And, uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, this, all right. This comic, that, that, yeah, the wheels are off the wagon. Much earlier than usual. I'm impressed. Yeah, there's nowhere to go but further off track. Uh, so the premise of this issue is that at one point in uh, the Conan stories that Marvel did, there was a near run. There was a run-in he had with someone who was from the future and uh, he had, this guy had attempted to offer up uh, the Conan and this woman to this well, because equivalent exchange, I guess. So, you know, by offering them up, he would get something comparable in terms of technology. And, uh, I don't really know what the conversion rate on that is, like whether it's based on weight. And that's why he chose Conan was because he's a beefy dude. And so more, uh, more tech, or if it was just kind of like, whatever, it could have been a badger. It doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway, in the normal continuity, Conan is able to climb his way out. And I assume uh, rip the guy's uh, intestines out through his throat. Uh, but in this version, uh, he he lifts the woman out that he's with 
and then uh, the rope snaps and he falls in and he is teleported to 1979. Um, this coincides with a bunch of electrical storms which knock out the power. And in the course of things, he, you know, he encounters everything you would expect. Cops, random people that are just like, oh, look at the pervert. Uh, you know, he he meets some glam rock dipshits. They're called uh, glam punks, I think, which is like not a thing. Oh, yeah, no, it, well, it's a thing, but it's it's not that. Oh, yeah. Well, OK, sure. But it is not this, yeah. Well, and that's why I was like glam rock is because like they're a lot they're, more glam than they are punk. Yes, they're I, punks I, in that they're like, you know, they're punks in the way old people refer to young people, not sure, punks yeah. in the in the scene sense. And uh, but they are very glam. Uh, and I, I, I for one miss like, the. I, I, for one, miss the days when uh, comic book writers were enormous nerds who had no fucking clue. And so, like, you'd include stuff like that. It's like, the glam punks. Ooh. I don't know. I heard these words on the radio. Ooh. I literally do nothing but stay at my house and draw my pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I what have you no mean, idea you... what, what hard-looking people are. Um, Leather jacket with torn-off sleeves and... Uh, 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 Mohawk. Yes, yes, perfect. Villain what of the eighties. You miss the days when that was the case. That's still the case. <laughs> um, did anyone else get? Uh, so after he lands, uh, the first lightning strike hits, and we cut to a uh, shot in a, like a, a salon. Did anyone else get serious uh, Salvador Salvador Dali uh, vibes off the dude in the foreground? Oh, absolutely. Uh, let me see. I don't, it's page 11. Okay, hold on. I'm going to say sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, no, I, I got, I got major, uh, uh the gator went, wop, 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 wop. I, I can imagine, I can imagine that being incredibly, uh, incredibly jarring for someone like conan uh but you I'm know for, for new yorkers eh. well and actually that brings me to oh, a point yeah. that okay. i would i would like to make which is that so throughout the book anytime he's in this year in the street there's always people wandering around being like check this fucking guy out and i'm like i don't know i don't buy it no with this, I've never been to New York, and if I go to New York, I don't really want to go to New York, but I've never been to New York. And But every story I've heard about New York is that you see shit all the time. And you're just like, yep, that's... A, like looking at, <clears throat> looking at this guy, I get more of a Vincent Price kind of vibe. Sure. Uh, uh, but I can't imagine that everyone on the street doesn't... It, it, like, if you dropped Conan in the middle of New York right now... I guarantee you no one would bat a fucking eye. He would just yeah, be like, I, all right, there's that. Yeah, I, I think the most realistic uh, reaction is uh, the bottom right of page 14, where they just assume it's for a movie, you know, and uh, you sure right. that isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. People call him Stallone a couple of times. 
Uh, but uh, what's what's interesting is a lot of this. And of course, we have the obligatory uh, Peter and MJ cameo. Um, a lot of this feels kind of like, uh, you know how, you know how Ron Jeremy was an extra in Ghostbusters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how it's kind of, people kind of point to that and say, well, this is sort of a conservative view of New York at the time, like he is an average New Yorker in that he's a giant pervert and part of the moral decay that is calling out to um, to Gozer and all of this. And uh, Wasn't he there by just, like, accident? Yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole lot to put on a cameo. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I'm <laughs> just saying... I've I've seen that argument before, and I he was just there getting like a, a a fucking sandwich or something. I'm just saying that's kind of the vibe I get from the the random people on the street here. Is just like you, there's not really there's not really a lot of you know there's there would be people just wearing suits or dress just dressed you know, relatively conservatively. But all we see in this issue is like young people that even someone from 1900 would find off-putting, you know, and stuff like that. Like they're really playing up the sort of, I don't want to say moral degeneracy, but the oddness of New York in the 70s for the effect. I mean, you see I mean what I'm to saying? be fair, I do it was s- literally New York in the 70s. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I mean, yeah, but uh, like... Well, like, what do you... I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but what do you think they're trying to say by doing that? I don't think they're... I don't... I think it's done for effect. I'm not, oh, okay. I'm not saying there's, there's a sociopolitical... Well, no, 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 no. I mean, you, no, not even sociopolitical, just like theming, anything like that. Is oh, there? You lost him. You lost me. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, no, it's. I'm not. I'm not trying to make a larger point or anything. I just. I'm just saying that, for the poor purposes of the story, I think they're they're putting a lot more people in here that Conan would be more freaked out by uh, than. Uh, than they otherwise might have in an average group shot or a background shot. I think that's a, like I, I I absolutely agree that that's probably the logic that they're going with, but um, uh, I, I I find that a really weird argument for them to make, considering that like Conan comes from a time when people dressed in like snake robes and giant golden helmets that could make you like take control of naked slave girls and yeah like no i think i think he'd look at 70s new york and just be like ah by crom i could take over <sighs> this a game is a different, this is a place i'm not used to but it's no weirder than any other i've been in yeah uh where's the who is the king here i must slay him yeah so in the course of things like on the run from the police, because of course, uh, he has a run in with this cabbie. 
uh, who's named Danette, uh, they can't, they can't speak to each other. He does, he doesn't speak English, uh, but they go back to her place and she's just like, hmm. And he's like, hmm. And so of course they fuck. Um, and then like, uh, Conan has after, that effect. I, I mean, like, yeah, I get that. I would definitely be i would definitely i would definitely if say that it. dude showed up like <laughs> say it i think anybody in their right mind would just be like hmm. i would fuck like, conan <laughs> sure <laughs> you know it's it's the same it's the same argument about i made about people like Idra, idris elba and it's and it's that's not gay or straight. That's just common sense. Right. <laughs> you don't you don't turn that shit down. They can, they show up and they're just like, hey, you wanna? You just say, yeah, of course. Be gentle, like you know. Um, but so they do, and then uh, in the course of things afterward, uh, Conan is you know pondering and. Uh, through a sequence of events I don't really remember, they wind up... There's a riot outside, and he goes out and stops the riot from breaking into the furniture shop that she lives above. And then afterward, he goes back upstairs, and she's, like, trying to figure out how to communicate, so she shows him a picture book of places around New York. He spies the Guggenheim Museum, which looks like the ziggurat that he started from upside down, and they go there i'm I'm sorry hold hold on i got i gotta take a moment why on earth would conan the barbarian stop people from looting even his logic stated in the text is flimsy like his his logic is basically just he's stopping them from robbing the store she lives above and that's it like Everything, all the other looting, he genuinely could seem to give less a zero shits about. But like that'll happen. Like that, stopping the neighbor, the robbing of the store next door, is incidental at best because it's like, oh shit, there's a crazy dude here now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, grab what you um, can. Yeah, so he, they go to the Guggenheim and. They're able to get inside because somebody's in the process of robbing it. Uh, Conan stops them. And then the cops show up. Uh, they Conan, switch. Conan outright murders a dude. Several. Well, they, they, <laughs> I mean... he's like going really easy on them at first, but then like one of them wings Danette. Yeah. Uh, and he just goes straight sick house on them. Like, I mean, we're talking, we're talking Brock Sampson, Red Haze moment here, where it's just like, I mean, he is, he is just tearing through these guys. Uh, You pins one, pins one of them to the wall with a sculpture, doesn't he? Like, no, he throws uh, his sword through one guy. Oh, that's Uh, right. Yeah. And then he uses some art to kill another one, but tosses two guys straight just you know out the window 
I, I I really I really do like the uh, the uh, uh, comparing it to Samson because it is just it like this comic had no violence up to this moment. Yeah. Even in the past, and now he's just like he's blowing past the comics code. Oh yeah, I am. You know, I am constantly amazed by how much they're able to get away with sometimes. Like, sometimes things seem incredibly tame, and then other times they're just like, oh shit, things really just got incredibly real. Um, he straight throttles a guy at the end, just like one-handed. Yeah, even though it happens off off panel like you know that's what he's doing is strangling this man to death well and what what amazes me in this issue is he during the scenes where they are uh getting down uh they they do some they do some pretty heavy I'm trying to find what exactly because I remember reading this and um, like you couldn't even imply originally uh, that people people were having sex and now they're just like oh no they wake up in bed together. (laughs) You know what I want Um, this to be uh, portrayed as? Um, that that issue of uh, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, when it that just is has... one of my favorite examples. Yeah, and I just want it to be like that, but instead of spy oriented, like barbarian shit. So like, there's a sword on the ground, half out of a, a, a sleeve. <laughs> there's like loincloths and shit, and it's just oh yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you are unaware. I know we've talked on Watcher's Guide about this. I absolutely love. There is a scene in one of the uh, Jim Steranko issues. Of no, no, sorry, Mysterio. you're saying it wrong. You have to say Jim Steranko. <laughs> Jim Steranko. Damn right. Like, With like I'm the Muscle Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Steranko. Uh, <laughs> Bone size ready. Uh, the 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 issue in question. He's with the Contessa, and he like the way it was originally written. There was just supposed to be a kiss, but uh, the way the comics code was like, no, you can't do that, and so they. They ch- the comics code forced them to change it to a close up of Nick's gun hanging hanging in its holster over a chair, and everybody concerned is just like this is way more suggestive than what we had. What we had was a kiss. This is like a train entering a tunnel. Like what the fuck? It and is th- by far the sexiest comic book page ever committed to you know it, it, it's incredible it's it is incredible. the it is the sexiest comic book page that did not show actual insertion <laughs> yeah you don't <laughs> see is... anything that you compare that to every single ass sh- ass shot in the 90s and mm-hmm. it just blows it the fuck away absolutely absolutely 
you know, Gen 13, back when it was go- starting out at Image, when they had, like, naked characters, like, barely hidden behind stuff. Like, that is nothing compared to what happened to this Durenko page. And the comics code is just like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't understand it- what's happening. That's great. <laughs> Steranko, of course, you know, just drawing pages between blowjobs he apparently gets. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> um, that's, that's Steranko for you. Yeah. Um, fucking fucking <laughs> Steranko. Steranko. Um, I mean, you know, dude, dude was a genius. Dude is a genius. Christ. What? I've never seen this before. This was before oh. I started. Yeah. Holy right? shit. Right? Yeah. Is that not the hottest, most suggestive page you have ever seen? Well, like, yeah. She's hot as hell, and like the rose petals, too, and he puts his cigarette out, or the cigar out, comes over, there's a shot of just her lips, which is hot as hell. And then they're not kissing, but it's close. And yep. then the gun. Yeah, and that, it's that like, is the greatest panel holy in that. Fucking hell! That's yeah. It is. It is. It is that that page ushered a lot of people into puberty. I am absolutely certain. Like they they saw that Damn. and were just like, "What are these new feelings?" Like, uh. Whereas the panel, the panel that was going to be there was just him standing and her kind of on her knees and he's bent over kissing her. Something like that. Like it was, it was a kiss and she's on her knees. You know, I guess that, I guess the fact she's on her knees was the issue, but like it was, it was a situation where he'd been like lounging on the couch and she'd been sitting on the floor Mm-hmm. And he came over to her and kissed her. Yeah. Um. And they're just like, nope, can't have that. <laughs> Might as well have the dick innuendo. Like, whatever. Um. But yeah, so this issue, however. Uh, this, this issue was being... not drawn by Steranko. And quite frankly, I find it to be a very ugly. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I... There are things about the art I like. There are other things. There are other things that are slightly exaggerated that I'm just kind of like, mm, no. I I like John Buscema as a general rule. Um, this is not one of his better issues, but it's certainly like it's got. Who did you say inked this? Uh, Ernie Chan. Okay. Who's generally fairly competent. Yeah. I, th- I think the real problem is um, Bushima's art isn't isn't applicable for the uh, more modern look. Like mm. his work on the actual Conan title, which this is all taken from. Uh, uh, all these characters look like Conan characters. Um, it it just makes more sense in that kind of setting and with those kinds of costumes that they have. Um, mm. Seeing more modern stuff is just. Uh, there's something weird about it. That's fair. I like, mean, he, like his watcher you know, is fucking ugly. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Uh, there are there are a lot of things. I mean, like 
Jay Lee is one of those that has to be in the right setting or his art is fucking terrible. Um, because like Jay Lee's in humans. Okay, sure. Yeah. But then like he did his uh, ultimate fantastic four. I hate that. And he also did, uh, uh, transformers GI Joe. And that was god awful. All right, so um, that uh, that's twenty eight minutes and fifty six seconds, folks. It's fine. <laughs> we're just we're just talking. It's cool. <laughs> but anyway, so the upshot of all of this is after he murders these guys, Danette goes to run interference with the cops. Uh, he gives her his armband. Yeah. Uh, and she gives him her hat and. He goes up to the roof, holds his sword up, and is struck by lightning, and he gets uh, transported back to the uh, what is it, Hyborian Age? Hyborian I forget what it's called. Age, yeah, yeah. Do yeah it, it's almost like he uh, he remembers that uh, he has to go end this uh, issue, and so he's like, "All right, plot's done. I'm going to the top of this building. We've Bye. done everything we can do here without having a second issue." <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, and then at the end, it's just like, you know, it's your fairly standard, like, he would think it were all a dream were it not for the souvenir that she left him with and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's... It's better mm. than a lot of these issues have been. This is a more what if kind of thing. Um, I my only concern is that when we get to the second, what if Conan was in modern times? Either it's going to be uh, much worse or much better. But like, why in the hell did they make two of these issues? Well, because uh, too many martinis at lunch. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, lots of cocaine. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, listen, listen. That happens. Yeah, that happens. It's okay. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> maybe lots of cocaine. I, uh, you know, uh, overall, I, I, my opinion of this was, yes. Also, I read that, and that's not glowing, but it's better than maybe some of the other ones we've read. Yeah. I mean, this is by no, yeah, like you, like you said, it's not, it's not the worst we've seen thus far, and it's certainly not the worst we will see, but it's by no means good. It's just kind of, kind of there. I mean, at least, it's, it's more adventurous than we usually see. I, I guess... I guess I'm still just waiting for the point at which, because, you know, there are, there are later issues of, uh, what if, like, I think the Korvac saga issue, uh, they straight up destroy the universe, <laughs> um, you know, and stuff like that. We're still in the, all the toys have to go back in the box by the end of the issue stage, and... This would be more fun were it not for that. Like, I don't want to just see Conan's first fumbling steps in the modern age. I want to see what Conan does in general. I want to see, 
like, what if Conan's stuck in the present day? Yeah, and, I was uh, just thinking, wait, how did, how did Encino Man end? Uh, they find an Encino woman, and he's just like, erection! Uh, right, <laughs> and, right, uh, right. So, okay, so, yeah. but... Yeah, no. What what does he do? Does he be, get his MBA and become a um, an accountant or? No, no, no. All right. I honestly, you know, given given our current climate, he probably ends up working for uh, private security and committing some war crimes, which he was doing anyway. So he's fine. Yeah. No, that's well, fine. yeah. I was gonna say I could see a Blackwater situation. Right. Yep. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Conan uh, the Barbarian, you know, we, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, I don't know about TikTok influencer, as funny as that would be, but I could definitely see, like, reality show Conan. Ooh, uh, ooh that's good. Yeah. So, I don't know. Or, or you could uh, fulfill the, uh, the fantasy and dream uh, that... Uh, is mine every time I turned on the TV, saw the word Conan for a moment, and was like, oh, sweet. I- oh, it's that fucking comedian. Just give him a talk show. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Just like, you know. <laughs> Paul Rudd comes on and shows that goddamn Mac and me clip again. He chops his Conan- fucking head off for it. Conan cleaves him in twain. <laughs> Conan tires of your antics. Slash. This joke was boring five years ago. <laughs> we we actually, I literally yesterday, I introduced Moira to Paul Rudd doing the Mac and Me thing. Oh God! Because we were we were we were watching an honest the honest trailer for ET, which does Mac and Me as well. Um. And they have the, they have the, they do a thing at the end where they're just like, and now this previously unseen, uh, outtake from, or, uh, deleted scene from E.T. And it's the scene that Paul Rudd shows on Conan every time. And, uh, so Casey and I were just like, oh, okay, ha ha, whatever. And Moira's like, what? And so we're just like, well... And so we showed her a bunch of them. And she's just like, why are you laughing at that child falling off a cliff? (laughs) Because it's fantastic. She was she was legitimately angry at us. And we're just like, no, it's okay. It's clearly a dummy. And like, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, she gets she gets worked up about stuff like that. It's hilarious um anyway Mm. so yeah eh, whatever um i mean conan got his dick wet and that's not nothing yeah but that that, that's a successful uh issue yeah uh join us next time for pointless goddamn space opera um (laughs) What if Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos had fought World War II in outer space? So, bye.
Bye. Take me with you.